Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, and uh, Matt, we, we just wrapped up WWE's day one pay-per-view, and uh, man, one of the event that was, and uh, made some uh, big changes that happened to that show that we found out uh, just uh, a little bit before they went live with the uh, with the announcement that uh, Roman Reigns had to drop out of the event because he uh, has uh, COVID-19. So uh, he was unable to compete tonight, which uh, changed the main event from Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar to Brock Lesnar being added to the Fatal 4-Way, making that a Fatal 5-Way. Uh, and what a match that was. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Thanks for joining us. It is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. Uh, my name is Dave Taylor, and uh, we're F99's 106.9 The Fox's only wrestling podcast. And you can find us on the website at 1069fox.com and f99.com under the media tabs where you can find some of our older episodes. Uh, some of the ones we did, if you missed them, we've interviewed Paul Heyman recently, did a great in-character interview. Uh, it was fabulous. Mark Henry was on the show. Uh, those are some of our recent episodes. Again, you can check us out there. Or uh, if you use any of your uh, podcast apps, you can find us to search ESPR Wrestling under uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google. We're all over the place. Uh, follow us, subscribe. It would be great. And if you can, give us a review. Appreciate that. And, of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ESPR 99. And uh, if you're watching us on the Fox or from 99 Facebook page, you can ESPR 99. Uh, if you want to give us a uh, follow, uh, that would be great on our Facebook page. Hey, Phillips. Hey, Phillips. Thanks for uh, checking in. And uh, tell you what, um, if you want to go old school too, you can email us at ESPR at FM99.com. So what's one through it? Uh, the uh, day uh, one show, uh, first time WWE, I think anybody in wrestling has done a, a January 1st pay-per-view. And I know the one thing that uh, you might notice with the announcement of the Royal Rumble this year, is that WWE is going to start doing a lot more Saturday pay-per-views. So I guess they kind of figured, you know, with especially the wintertime, uh, I mean, unless you're watching bowl games uh, or you're in the Hampton Roads area and it's like 70 degrees outside, you're going to take advantage of it. But at night, ah, you're going to watch a wrestling show. So that's what a lot of people did tonight. So uh, we're going to review the show. We find out if everything starts again. Roman Reigns out with COVID-19, completely changing the main event uh, which is going to bring a lot of questions uh, with um, how the main event went down, with what direction that feud's going to go in with him and Brock Lesnar. So Brock being added to the Fatal 4-Way. So we had the uh, pre-show match, which featured Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus Cesaro and Ricochet. And uh, Ridge Holland in this match, if you're not too familiar with him, he's kind of a newer guy. He's a, he's a big fan of Sheamus. So Sheamus is kind of his, uh, his protege. And there's a spot in the match where Cesaro flips Ricochet and Ricochet's knee and boot and everything lands on Ridge Holland's face. Uh, so Ridge Holland, uh, you see after he kicks out of the pen attempt, has a bloody nose. And he gets out of the match, uh, rolls out of the ring, gets attended to, and they take him back. And we find out uh, that uh, he has a broken nose. So uh, him and Sheamus now. Uh, you know, they could, they could do the broken nose gimmicks, and Sheamus had his nose broken just a couple of months ago as well. So uh, the one thing about this match is that Sheamus ended up beating Cesaro and Ricochet uh, single-handedly, taking care of Ricochet on the outside, and then uh, pinning Cesaro 
in the ring, which uh, probably wraps up that feud. We'll see what, uh, you know, if Rich Holland is going to be out of action for any while. But, uh, but uh, you know what? Not a bad match for a pre-show match. And a lot of things had to change in the fly, considering that uh, Ridge was going to probably be factored into the finish somehow. Didn't happen because dude got a broken nose. But uh, but there you go. Uh, we open up with a match that we've probably seen about 100 times and um, just as good as the 99th match. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, the Usos versus the New Day. And if you missed this match, go back and watch it. Uh, the crowd in Atlanta was hot. It was an entertaining show. Uh, but these guys always put on the great match and there's a great segment with, uh, with Biggie, one of the, uh, uh Biggie, uh, with <laughs> Xavier Woods and one of the Usos, uh, a great segment of the match. It was just outstanding. And, uh, a part of the match too, where Kofi was going to go, uh, for trouble in paradise. He gets super kicked and just, just a tremendous match. Uh, the Usos retain and, and probably one of the best matches on the card. So if you, if you join the show late, Go watch that one. Uh, it's it's definitely worth it. Yeah, we've seen them fight many times, but it was a really good match. Uh, between asks, is there no one else for those uh, two teams to wrestle? Uh, it doesn't appear to be that way in SmackDown, so I don't know uh, who the Usos are going to wrestle next. I mean, you do have uh, Angel and uh, Hector, um, but they're heels, so they don't fit into the plan right now. Uh, so I don't know who else they got. I almost have to look up who the uh, SmackDown tag teams are. Um, but, yeah, and, and maybe this puts an end to that feud, and then they're going to move on to something else. So unless it's a makeshift team between, I don't know, uh, who else those guys can fight. So we'll see. That or it's another match of the Royal Rumble with those guys. But a fun match nonetheless. Uh, one match that um, this match went longer than I thought it was going to go. Drew McIntyre. Versus Madcap Moss. I figure this match would go. Uh, if we if it went five minutes, we would be lucky. This match almost went ten, and it was a lot more competitive than I thought it would be. Uh, Madcap really hasn't had many singles matches of any. I, I don't recall him having any single matches on SmackDown. Did a lot of tag matches and stuff, and it was a good showcase for him. And Drew had, had a pretty good match. I mean, it was predictable. Uh, pretty much with the outcome. I mean, unless they were going to shock us here to have Madcap win. And I did do a segment afterwards where uh, they beat up Drew backstage, uh, did the uh, like an injury angle with a chair uh, across uh, Drew's uh, throat to continue the feud so it's not over. And uh, it was what it was. I, I mean, it was competitive. But, uh, but Jordan said, I feel bad for Drew. Felt like he got bumped down to a mid-carder. Uh, you know, Jordan, I thought they were setting him up for like a triple threat or something else with Roman and possibly Brock or whoever. So maybe something changes here, um, you know, with, with the continuing feud that he's not going to be a part of that, uh, at least for a while. Cause I figured he would fight Roman at some point, but it doesn't seem to be the case. And we don't know Roman's status of how long, uh, you know, how many weeks he's going to miss um, until he comes back and hopefully he doesn't have any, issues with what's going on and that's a big concern there but yeah yeah it's kind of a weird feud and think about this too was that uh, hardy was going to be involved in this feud because he didn't have that tag match and this probably would have been another tag match on the pay-per-view so i think they're just going through it until they get drew set up for something else so skippable match by the way if, if you're just going through um uh, this next match was fun for the raw tag team championships rk bro with mikos in their corner uh, versus the uh, Street Profits 
And pretty much uh, when you got somebody in the corner, uh, about 75% of the time you're going to win, especially if both teams are faces. Uh, although the Street Profits did play heel a little bit in this match, but RK Bro retains uh, with a cool spot for the uh, for the RKO, which was almost similar to the 3D that the Usos did on uh, in, uh, in the uh, first match against the New Day. And then everybody celebrates in the ring, and it's all respect for, for everybody. Uh, not a bad match. Uh, entertaining. Um, you know, these guys have good chemistry in the ring, which uh, made it an enjoyable match. Better than it probably should have been. Uh, but uh, hats off to everybody in the match and uh, a cool spot at the end. Now, somebody brought up earlier, and I think it might have been Jordan, uh, on our Facebook feed about when RK uh, Bro breaks up, it should be Riddle who, who turns heel, which I, I think would be kind of great. I mean, it's kind of think of like when uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey were together and, uh, you know, you kind of figured one was going to, you know, turn on the other. And then the moment Bailey did it, it was, it was, the timing was great. Uh, just how well it was done. So I don't know that maybe that that's what happens here and something they could do with riddle. It, it would be, it would be different and, you know, a lot less predictable than uh, Randy Orton becoming the bad guy there. Uh, another match that uh, the ending was uh, chaotic was uh, edge versus the Miz. And uh, I course, uh, the Miz was accompanied by Maurice who uh, towards the end of this match uh, played a, a factor into this. Uh, you know, the Miz, Miz went to the figure four at one time in this match, which I haven't seen him do in a while. Uh, you know what i never seen? And I need to look this up because Edge reversed the, the hold and, uh, you know, the reverse figure four. And I don't think anybody's ever tapped out of that in the reverse position. I need to see if that's ever happened in, in wrestling because that, that would be unique. I wouldn't expect that here. Um, and people would probably be shocked. But uh, Maurice interfered. And it seemed like there was like a miscue or something because you saw Beth Phoenix, but you didn't hear the music because usually you hear the music when somebody comes out. And uh, and then they played her music. <laughs> and then she came out. Miz got distracted. And then uh, and then uh, Miz uh, ate a spear. And uh, that was it. Edge wins. So I'm assuming that, uh, that we'll probably get um, a tag match between the two. Uh, Jordan comments, I uh, love Edge uh, brood entrance, brought back memories. And, uh, yeah, Edge Edge looked great in this match. It, you know, the uh, last couple of matches, this match and the uh, Seth Rollins match where they did the Hell in the Cell at Crown Jewel, great matches for him. Absolutely tremendous matches. And, and this one, this one was pretty good, too, for what it was. It was a, a match that, uh, uh, you know, you, you kind of knew – you know, Edge was going to win unless there was like some serious shenanigans uh, you know, that would continue the feud here. And obviously, as we saw with Beth Phoenix showing up, that there'll probably be a mixed tag match at some point. Um, I don't know if it'd be at the Rumble, because assuming these guys are going to be in the Rumble, uh, but we'll see. By the way, speaking of the Rumble, we did find out that Johnny Knoxville is going to be in the Rumble in four weeks. So, uh, so you know, there's going to be some crazy spots uh, going down there with that match. But anyways, Edge wins. In a decent match. Yeah, fun pay-per-view overall. Uh, the next match, the uh, Women's Raw cha- uh, Championship, Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. The crowd really behind Liv for this match. I enjoyed this match. You know, I'll be honest, and if you listen to the podcast for the last couple of years, uh, you probably picked up a huge Becky Lynch fan, but I figured this, of all the times I predicted she was going to lose, I thought this is going to be one of those times she was going to lose the title. Didn't happen. Uh, she retained in a... Uh, 
spot where Olive was going for a finisher. Becky uh, reversed it, but a good match between the two. Started off a little slow, good build up. You had some uh, good spots with the uh, the uh, power bomb that lived it off the uh, top rope on Becky. That was a good spot. Um, you know, you had the uh, Liv getting some revenge on Becky's hand, uh, which was kind of you know turned of what uh, Becky did to Liv. Which I thought in that case, I thought Becky was going to lose and Liv was going to win. And uh, Liv uh, lo- uh, locked in the rings of Saturn at one point, didn't get the tap out, and then uh, Becky Lynch won cleanly. She tried the cheat, but was uh, too far away from the rope. So that probably ends this feud, and then uh, Becky will move on to somebody else. So uh, kind of surprised. I, mean, I won't call it an upset, because, uh, but I was kind of surprised by the ending of this match. But, um, I, you know, between ask, who do I think Becky will lose to eventually? Uh, I don't know if, like, Rhea Ripley is next, because Rhea is in that um, awful feud with uh, Queen Zelina and Carmella. And I'm assuming at some point maybe Nikki turns on uh, on Rhea. So uh, I don't know if it goes back to Bianca Belair. Um, and Rhea would be a great match. And, and, and maybe that would be the one. And Rhea can finally get a big moment in front of a crowd. And um, I mean that that's my guess there. Or maybe Asuka comes back. Um, she's been battling some injuries. And she'll be back at some point. And I don't know when Bailey... It's going to be back. Um, Phillips says, I feel Liv should win the women's rumble match. She could and get one more try or that or go after Charlotte on SmackDown since uh, I don't know who's going to fight Charlotte now since uh, Tony Storm quit uh, a couple of days ago. So if you guys didn't hear that news, Tony Storm asked for her release from WWE. So she's gone. Um, different reports. One report, I think it was I quoted the day Meltzer was that she was burned out. You know, you know, she's just uh, tired of throwing pies around and getting hit with pies. And she did the uh, triple threat match with Charlotte and Sasha at a house show. Uh, I'm sorry, WWE live event, as they like to call it. And then she bought her own ticket, flew home, got a release. So we'll see where she pops up at the end of March once her uh, 90 days is up. So, uh, but anyways, fun match between uh, Becky and Liv. And again, I was surprised on the outcome. So one more match left on the show. The main event of the evening, the fatal five-way match for the WWE Championship. Big E versus Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. And I've been watching WWE since uh, since WrestleMania 2. So I, so I go back a ways. And one thing that they've always done done most of the time is you know the champion's always supposed to come out last it's not always the case like wrestlemania 5 when savage was the heel he came out first and then hogan came out um in fact even ventura said well the champion's coming out first that's kind of odd um <laughs> biggie didn't come out first but he didn't come out last and when that happened i kind of figured well he's he's not retaining the title in this match as brock came out last this match went like nine minutes. Um, it was incredible. And uh, the one thing about this match was just the, the pacing of this. I always think of like the uh, the intensity of like Gil- uh, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar from a couple of WrestleManias ago, the second match, not the first one. Uh, and that was like a four-minute match and just how intense that was. 
and how enjoyable that was. This was just a great match. Uh, you started off, you know, Brock looking like a monster with, um, you know, the suplexes to Kevin Owens to Seth Rollins, you know, getting some there in Big E. Uh, I thought, and I'll give them credit for as much as they did in this match, you had only two interactions with Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. And I know they, they planned it this way because I think this is where they're going next because you had Lashley spear Brock through the barricade. And then you had the spear in the ring after uh, Brock uh, F5'd everybody but Lashley. And, uh, you know, Lashley almost won there. And then Big E comes in, you know, gives his uh, finisher to the Brock, you know, the uh, Lashley, and then uh, Brock comes, F5's Big E. And the match is over. I was expecting someone to help uh, Big E kick out. That didn't happen. So it took uh, two F5s to beat Big E, and his reign comes to an end. And Brock Lesnar, your WWE champion. And uh, after the match, you know, and you can kind of tell the angles and everything because you didn't see Seth, you didn't see Kevin, you didn't see Big E, unfortunately, but you saw Bobby in the aisle staring at Brock. And um, you got to wonder what plans changed because they were teasing so much that Bobby was going to be a face and it's the whole you know feud with with uh seth and kevin owens and stuff that he was going that way and then that kind of changed next i thought he's going to ditch mvp but obviously not the case they're going to keep brock the face and i guess keep bobby the heel they probably made it audible tonight and uh it was it was a fun match for what it was a complaint you know you can people complain about lesnar and everything else the crowd was in this match the energy in this match, again, it was a nine-minute match for five guys who just went all in. No pun intended on AEW there. But they just went all in on this match with intensity, and it was great. I enjoyed it. Uh, Between says, I knew Big E would lose. However, I had no idea who would win. I predicted Kevin Owens winning in this match, just the way things were going. Uh, and make, you know, Lashley uh, be the chaser. For the time being, uh, Phillips says, I feel like Brock was going to win the title anyways, whether against Roman or anybody else in the WWE title match. I, you know, Phillips, I wasn't sure because, uh, you know, I don't know, like, what we're going to get uh, resolved with Brock and Roman, although Brock is a free agent, so he can still show up on SmackDown. And maybe they got, you know, one match and, you know, we find out where, where Heyman is uh, in regards to the alignment and stuff. Uh, between says, I always thought Brock would win against Roman at the Royal Rumble, which I thought was odd is that they put this match on this pay-per-view on January 1st. A new pay-per-view. Nobody really knows what it is. Not one of the big four. They ditched TLC for December, thankfully. They have a new pay-per-view. Uh, and they went with a big main event, which we didn't get, but we still got a big main event with the Fatal Five-Way. Uh, George Chimes in. I've been a Lesnar fan since the Ruthless Aggression era. Uh, I'm a little excited for a Lesnar versus uh, uh, Lashley match. Oh, man, I, I can't wait for this match. It's, I was happy when I realized that these two are going to be facing off for the first time. And so smart on whoever produced this match tonight that they, they kept them separate. Other than the two Lashley Spears, again, you didn't get anything head-to-head -head in this match. Very well done. And that worked out. And then and, and hats off. It's a great pay-per-view. A lot of people complain, no, nah, it's going to be like a house show card or whatever. Some comments I've seen on the internet. Uh, it ended up being 
a pretty good show for, for what it was. And most of the matches, um, the main event, uh, the women's match, uh, the two tag team matches, definitely the SmackDown match were, were the matches uh, to watch tonight. So I would say, yeah, I'd say eight out of 10 and uh, four solid matches. Um, and the other two were, were, were okay for what it was. Um, you know, the, the edge Miz match wasn't bad at all, but just, uh, you know, and go back. Is Lesnar a full-timer now? Uh, Bertrine wants to know. No, I mean, he's not going to do the house, uh, you know, the live show circuit. Uh, unless it's like a big show, like, you know, if they need to sell tickets like Madison Square Garden. And um, it was a, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see over time. We'll see him on Raw. We'll see him on SmackDown. But that's about it. Uh, Jordan asked him if I'm an AEW fan. I was at the show back in November. Uh, back uh, the middle of the month. Um, let's get some photos I need to share, by the way. I had a great time at the show. I, I um, so I don't have cable, so I have to watch the highlights of AEW. So, like, like the women's match from last night with the blood and the and tables and everything else, uh, not a match I saw, but I, I do like what they're doing. I, I, I think 2022 is going to be a big year for them, um, as long as Tony Khan, um, can stay quiet uh, with his comments, um, but um, he just not to get the whole matter with that. But um, he responded to Big Swall's comments, uh, and and won't get into the whole situation. But I think it was just best for him to probably not say anything uh, in, in that regard. But um, I think he just let it go. But I think AEW is doing some great things right now. I mean, I'm curious to see where MJF and Punk go. Uh, Cody being the uh, TNT champion again doesn't really do anything for me because, um, you know, it's kind of nice to see Sammy in that spot, which, by the way, Sammy and Ty Conte, official couple, by the way, they confirmed that last night for New Year's. Uh, Casey wondered with any of the uh, drama for that. And uh, I, I will say, as uh, Jordan says, Adam Cole, baby, uh, that's been the one thing with the three quarters of the Undisputed Era reunited that's um kind of not hit me on a on a, on a positive note I'm, I'm not sure um you know where where this is gonna go uh but i i i guess we'll you know we gotta, we gotta see build it up see what happens you know don't pull the trigger on this in, in five weeks uh, kind of like with hook you know the dude doesn't need to be on tv every week uh you know does make it make it a special attraction for now and uh and, and then and then take it from there uh, the guy again doesn't need to be on TV, you know, all the time. And then, uh, you know, that hair is something else. But uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, AEW's got an event coming up in a couple of days here, and NXT has also their uh, New Year's event coming up this week. So, a lot of cool stuff going on in wrestling right now. Good time to be a wrestling fan. Um, you know, as, as weird of the years uh, WWE had in twenty. 21. I mean, you know, it's easy to look at the negative, but there were some good things that year. Uh, I think Roman Reigns being, you know, the championship run has, has been outstanding. RK Bro, who knew that was going to work? That's been good. Uh, there's been, you know, some questionable releases, you know, because WWE will bring up a character that we liked in NXT and then they bring up somebody. It's like, well, that's not the guy we invested two years into that character. And now you, you ruined them. Now we don't care anymore. Um, so we'll see what the new breed does. I, I look at big things for NXT as well, 2.0. 
Um, and I do get a feeling that Tommaso Ciampa will probably lose his championship uh, very soon because he's fighting uh, Steiner's kid coming up the next event. So oh, look, there's a lot to be excited for. Uh, the only thing is I, you know, and I got a feeling, unfortunately, Ring of Honor is probably done. So those guys will end up in Impact or, or in AEW. And at some point, um, as we're now, what, three years into AEW, the anniversary of AEW today, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, that we'll probably see, not cuts, but we'll probably see some contracts not getting renewed at some point because they do have an overloaded roster. Um, and, and Jordan, on the AEW subject, uh, they, they got to approve the women's side. Uh, they got a lot of women wrestlers there, but uh, not everybody's great. I, I, you know, there's some potential there. And I think, I don't know if that's where Tony Storm's going to go or, so, you know, unless she goes to Impact. Um, I, I thought uh, Raquel Gonzalez was a good pickup for them. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, um, you know, they get some more TV time because it seems like one match uh, per show, which, um, you know, compared to what WWE does. Um, you know, they definitely could do a lot more. I know that WWE had, they had one woman's match tonight, but when it comes to Raw and SmackDown, those TV shows, uh, the women get the majority of the time. And most of the time, the angles are better. The stories are better than, than what the men are doing. So uh, we'll see what uh, what they bring us in 2022 in AEW. Anyways, a fun show tonight. Uh, and if you're uh, catching this, uh, again, go uh, go watch most of the matches, the tag matches. Um you know, the the, uh, the main event course, the women's match, um, some good stuff tonight on WWE's day one. So, hey, good start to 2022 in wrestling, right? Could have been a lot worse. So uh, appreciate everybody watching tonight. Appreciate everybody listening out there. Uh, again, you can follow us at uh, Facebook and Twitter. If you're watching us on the uh, Fox or FM99 Facebook page at uh, ESPR99, uh, we post a lot of stories there from time to time. Uh, again, so check us out there. Uh, you can find us in any of your uh, podcasting apps. Let's search ESPR Wrestling. We're all over the place. SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google. Uh, give us a five-star review if you can. Check out some of our old episodes. Like I said, we've, uh, we had Paul Heyman on the show a couple of weeks ago. We had Mark Henry on the show, uh, which, by the way, uh, Jordan, I don't know if you listen to that one, but he talks about some great stuff about AEW and why he left WWE, and, and he sees big things. And MJF, this was right before the whole punk uh, MJF thing was about to get going. So uh, great stuff there. Mark was great. Uh, again, you can find us on the website, 1069fox.com, fm99.com, under the media tab. And uh, there you go. So first uh, pay-per-view win for uh, 2022. And we're now in a full 24 hours into the first day of the year. So uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll uh, I'll be posting audio version only of a couple of episodes uh, including a review of 2021, uh, some interviews that we did, uh, the ones I mentioned with uh, Mark Henry, Paul Heyman, the highlights of that, and even Gilberg. If you missed the Gilberg episode, yes, uh, Gilberg, Dwayne Gill is on our show earlier in 2021. So I'll have that up in the uh, package. It'll probably go up tomorrow. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.